Welcome to Get Wisdom with your hosts, Carl Mollison and Brian Kelly. Imagine if God was a co-host. What if the historically rare ability to converse with God and get profound answers to questions has been rediscovered? What would God say to today's troubled world? Get Wisdom will share those answers. Now, here is Carl Mollison and Brian Kelly. Welcome to another episode of Get Wisdom. I'm Brian Kelly, along with Get Wisdom founder and director, Carl Mollison. This week, Creator reveals the mystery of prodigies. Um, I've always had some curiosity about this topic, mainly because I think most of us really don't know too many profound prodigies. We all know smart people and smarter people and people not as smart and maybe not as talented in certain things, but most of us probably don't know a Tesla. We don't know a Mozart. You know, We don't know a Stephen Hawking. So they are relatively rare, and I thought this would be a good exercise to go into, Carl. Well, the thing that you always keep in mind is we're all God's children, and we're all part of a family. So these are our brethren, and they're important clues in how the divine realm works and how the world and the universe work. So this this is um, you know this is a good learning opportunity to probe humanity in a little different way by looking at some of the standouts, why they're there, where they come from, how they come to be, and what does it mean? What can it tell us about the reality of things, our true origins? I'm eager to learn all this stuff, so let's get into it. (laughs) U.S. Creator, of all the arguments there are against atheism, one would think the existence of prodigies would work in the direction of persuading people that there really is a God. Certainly there have been individuals brought, about, brought around to a divine viewpoint because they couldn't reconcile genius with evolution, especially when a genius is born to parents with average IQ and average talents. What is the divine agenda when it comes to the measured sprinkling of prodigies throughout the population? All right, and this is what I channeled from Creator of All It Is. These are Creator's words. We understand the curiosity about this phenomenon But the basic premise of your question is faulty. There is no measured sprinkling of prodigies throughout the population. It is the sum total of lucky occurrences where people are showing their true talent with less of a filter, less of a constriction and a limitation that is the rule rather than the exception. So what you see as prodigies being exceptions to the rule is the opposite. The human being is a much more lofty and accomplished and talented intelligence that one would guess looking at the average individual physical human. The prodigies are simply less constrained and able to take advantage of innate talents all have in various aspects of their being, but simply cannot connect to as the restricted physical human during an incarnation. It is a function of the suppression of energies and the manipulation by the interlopers to disconnect people from their higher selves at a soul level and to receive more direct guidance and support from the creator of all it is. While that is a birthright, it is not universally appreciated, nor will it be possible for most to exercise in a way to get clear feedback as when launching a prayer request endeavoring to have a dialogue with the Almighty. This is shown very clearly by the fact you are the one doing it and not others. 
That is not because you are special in the sense of being elevated above everyone else. It is that you are simply less constrained than everybody else and are wanting this to happen. And that combination of attributes is what allows us to speak with you directly. The same is true of those with talents of all kinds that mark them as a prodigy. They stand out because their excellence that shines forth is so very unusual in the context of human experience because so few have that combination of being open and connected to their higher being and their innate talent and have an unrestricted ability to express it and remain intact when they might, in fact, be targeted for suppression simply by virtue of being more visibly unconstrained than usual. So the talents of the prodigy extend beyond what is publicly perceived as their greatest strength. That is an interesting answer. Creator is essentially saying here that prodigies have a more wide open and strengthened connection to their higher self. Is, am I reading that right? Yes. And to the divine realm in general and to creator directly. Right. right. You know, this, this is a, a mis- statement and a faulty teaching of most religions or many at least that you are not worthy of interacting with God or hearing from God you must go to one who was chosen to a higher level being a clergy person for example a priest a rabbi and as a mirror human an untrained untutored and perhaps not truly chosen and inspired in a special way. Yeah, you, you're not going to really get anywhere. You know, yeah. yeah. Interesting. You ask Creator, can Creator share the divine strategy or at least karmic reality behind the autistic savant, the challenged individual who can't tie their own shoes but can play flawless Mozart on any piano? All right. This is what Creator says. The term autistic savant is applied to those who seem to lack the capability of advanced cognitive thinking with an understanding of the self, the environment, and an ability to interact via language. Those who had some kind of block or impairment and a poor ability to respond to other people were assumed to be impaired and were demonstrably so to all who encountered them. So when an individual otherwise seen as low-functioning, quote-unquote, exhibited an extraordinary talent of some kind that was in fact transcendent, this extreme contrast was noted. What is important is the underlying meaning and origin of this phenomenon. We have explained to you that talent comes from the soul level and when present is an unmasking through the absence of subjugation and interfering constraints so that the physical individual can connect and accomplish an expression of the soul ability and talent in a given area, as in being a singer, musician, or artist. The reason people have such talents is that they are all of a divine origin. The appreciation of beauty is a form of artistic expression, if only as thoughts and feelings, if not the rendering of a design or a representation of a still life seen in paints, charcoal, or pen and ink drawings. There are people who are savants in their ability to appreciate the arts, 
even when they have not developed an actual capability to create such works personally. That is because the essence of the artist applied to any medium is to be in the flow of divine love and to translate that into artistic expression of beauty in some respect. That attention to detail is not simply prosaic and humdrum. What you are seeing in the prodigy is a divine level capability on display. So it is at once extraordinary in its performance by that individual, but at the same time is making itself known because the human observer has a divine connection as well and is greatly appreciating that the extraordinary capability of the prodigy is displaying a divine attribute at a very high level of achievement. That recognition, too, is showing the divine human in action. That is what makes artistic expression an act of completion. Being recognized by an audience, even an audience of one, that something created was appreciated for what it represents, and in that way, an active communication has taken place that will spread some love into the world. Being thirsty for love, this gives currency to the product of artists and the creative genius of the prodigy in satisfying this appetite in some manner. And their contributions can live on indefinitely when recorded and shared. Well, I know that you've explored probably this concept quite a bit in the past um, in that, you know, these in a lot of in, autistic individuals in particular are actually victims of interloper manipulation. Uh, that's probably the case with some of these prodigies as well that are autistic savants. Well, and yes, the, the, the autistic are the autism is primarily caused by extraterrestrial manipulation of human infants. So I don't want to get all morbid on you because this is a a show about uplifting things, you know, signs of the divine, the divine handiwork and so on. But that's just, uh, you know, something to be aware of. But the the talents that come through in such individuals, despite being impaired, are giving a window to the beyond Yes, in a very absolutely. special way, and yes. you know, I'm I'm thinking about uh, you know, a good example is a fellow called Cody Lee, K O D I, L E E. He won the America's Got Talent contest last year as an autistic individual, and he's clearly an autistic savant, meaning an autistic person with an exceptional talent of some kind. Right. Go watch his audition tape on YouTube, Cody Lee. It, it, it's transcendent. It is, a, it is a message from the divine, what yep. this guy does with a simple song. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's just, how can you wrap your head around that and, and think that's a product of evolution? I don't know. I can't. But well, you know, in a sense, it's funny. I was just thinking that. Uh, you, you, you prompted this idea in my head just now that, in, in a sense, we're born as like a bag of, of um, protoplasm, you know, kind of a bag right. of jelly. And, 
no capabilities at all. Tabula rasa, blank slate is the term. (laughs) So we think of our lives as sort of an evolution where we sort of go from nothing to something. Right. And so evolution seems plausible, that that's how it all got to this point. And so we're just kind of like adding a little bit more progress every lifetime we serve and so on. When the opposite is the case, everything is created to be what it is. But we were not created to start from nothing and have to fight our way along and stumble and spend most of the time crawling. Yeah. We've been impaired and limited in our capability. And so that's the big, I think, the big take-home message from talking about the, the prodigy. It yeah. shows us that there is more in human makeup than people really understand. Absolutely. You, you ask Creator, we have learned that prodigies not in service of the darkness or extraterrestrial alliance are often mercilessly attacked. We have further learned that this often explains why many prodigies have addiction problems. Does this known hazard reduce the number of volunteer prodigies willing to participate in the divine human project? Right. And Creator tells us this is not a consciously chosen role to play in planning an incarnation. By and large, people are not planning on having a restricted life, but perhaps compensated by having a prodigious talent that gives them a reward and helps them obtain some security because they'll have something of value with which to make a living, for example. The prodigy usually has a life plan in alignment with the particular talent that does emerge. So it is in reference to an intention prior to coming down into the physical, that such individuals turn out to be an artist, musician, composer, or a singer, or do some other advanced work. What happens is there is an extra measure of protection from diminishment that sets them apart. So when they connect to their talent, it is more robust and complete than for the average person connecting to various soul attributes that might be needed and of great value in carrying out a life plan. Many come down to be performers of one sort or another because this is of value. It helps sustain humans and makes life tolerable so they'll have something besides the drudgery of work to bring delight and upliftment. This is what the arts contribute and why they are so prized and appreciated by many. They are bringing a reminder of the divine and stirring within each viewer and listener, as the case may be, an inner awareness of divine truth. So what they are offering will be seen for what it is as something truly special. Occasionally, there is a plan to give extra protection in order for artists to excel and gain a great following. This is very much akin to those showing talent for leadership to be a spiritual icon, a great humanitarian who inspires mass movements that turn out to make a tremendous contribution, not only to many individuals who benefit from the good works, but society as a whole in being reminded about why you are here in the first place and what is possible when people come together in common cause to achieve acts of greatness. What you see on display in the varying levels of ability are shaped more by the karma of the individual than individuals getting special privileges to be the cream of the crop 
and to dominate their field by virtue of prodigious talent. It is always the case there is a karmic opportunity created because of prior service, prior achievements. And this allows those individuals to have an edge, to have a commanding grasp and mastery of talent to be expressed, allowing them to become superstars in their field. This, again, is a divine plan to maintain public awareness of the possibilities inherent within. The arts represent a series of languages, means of expressing divine love, and each has its intricacies and demands, as well as an infinite potential for variety. That is all in keeping with the divine origin of the human soul and its makeup, having endless potential and many, many talents and capabilities to work with. Many such planned mission lives are aborted for any number of reasons, often because of hardship that is met with. And in fact, much of that is orchestrated to happen deliberately by the interlopers who will see the karmic history of each new life. And for those who have had talent and wide acclaim, many roadblocks will be sent their way and people manipulated to attack and belittle them while young. This will present a lifelong headwind and repeated obstacles intending to discourage their progress and many fall by the wayside or are corrupted by being enticed to indulge in drugs or alcohol or both. And this will be arranged deliberately to happen to see if such talented individuals can be sidelined. It's a lucky few who maintained enough spiritual alignment to become successful, with the exception of some talented people who are recruited by the darkness to serve dark purposes. Well, you know, we know that this is the case because we have a, a number of uh, channelings that you have done in our channeling series. Uh, people like Whitney Houston, uh, Elvis Presley, John Lennon. Uh, and we know that these people are targeted. Um, so there's a lot to learn there. And you can, you can hear these channelings yourself at GetWisdom.com. You know, sign up to be a participant member. Uh, it's eternally free. Um, just need your email address, which we'll take good care of. We will not spam you. Uh, and sign up, and, and you can then listen to all of these channelings that are available. There's there's hundreds of them, Carl. Yeah, rather shocking. <laughs> <laughs> a, lot of, uh, a lot of time and effort. But quite an honor and a privilege to be able to talk to the former greats who've been here and put their efforts in to help us. And got slammed. And the reasons why. It is quite shocking, but eye-opening. And yes. we all need to understand what is truly happening in our world. Otherwise, it will never get better. Yeah. And I want to put in a plug for the Whitney Houston channeling. That's particularly profound. She does an incredible job of explaining what it's like to be in limbo. So thought I'd put that plug in there. Uh, check out also the Lightworker Healing Protocol because that's how we can get people out of limbo. <laughs> Uh, you can get that at getwisdom.com slash LHP. That's getwisdom.com slash LHP to download the ebook description of it. And we'll be right back with more Get Wisdom and Prodigies right after this. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit facebook.com forward slash voice America. Scientist and inventor Carl Mollison has discovered how a tiny percentage of people throughout history have made direct contact with God. 
At Get Wisdom, we have a searchable database of the Creator's wisdom and guidance from asking hundreds of probing questions. Get a free download from the Creator, answering the biggest questions people have wondered about. Who are we? Where do we come from? Why are we here? And where are we going? Get a free download explaining how to make prayer work in powerful new ways. We offer divine healing sessions with our comprehensive Lightworker Healing Protocol and train practitioners on how to save and heal humanity. We pierce the veil in channeled interviews with famous departed people now in the light to probe the greatest mysteries. Our weekly webinars feature the Creator's wisdom about solving the burning issues challenging us personally and globally. And we welcome viewer questions. There is no death. There are no secrets. Get enlightened. Visit GetWisdom.com. Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You're listening to Get Wisdom with Carl Mollison and Brian Kelly. They are here to answer your questions and comments about the program. Send us an email to contact at getwisdom.com. That's contact at getwisdom.com. Now, back to this week's program. Welcome back to this week's episode of Get Wisdom. We are talking about uh, prodigies and creators revealing the mysteries of. (laughs) Uh, It's a fascinating topic. It's one we've kind of dealt with at Get Wisdom here and there, and we were talking about the channeling series and, and a number of prodigies that are part of that series as well. So there's a lot to explore. Well, and it's a window into the beyond and a window into deeper truth about things. And that's why I like these um, these subjects because they're a teachable moment. They're an example that shows in a new way there's more to life than we think, more than the mundane, more than the simple explanations we've been given by science, which isn't adequate to explain much anyway. It, it's a surface exploration still. That's just the reality of things, and scientists will largely admit that. Yes, absolutely. U.S. creator, prodigies are rare on Earth. Are they equally rare in the rest of the universe and in the divine realm as well? All right, creator tells us. What you are seeing in the prodigy is some of the talent of the light being. So in the light and in the higher dimensional realms of beings throughout the universe, there is a universal display of excellence and high level abilities of all kinds for the creation of many kinds of artistic expression, including music and many novel uses of energy beyond your current awareness. The reality is the divine human is a prodigy in its own right. You are biased to believe that is a quite rare thing when people have an outsized talent. But as we explained to you, you are in an upside down world where what is average is a diminishment and a disparagement and a squelching of talents of all kinds to create a lowest common denominator of subjugation and depletion. The normal ability of the light being is far beyond your imaginings. So, in effect, the talents of the prodigy that are so amazing are a preview of coming attractions. Because when you pass on, you will return to being a prodigy yourself and will once again reclaim your faculties and the greater power you enjoy when you are not here in the physical. Well, that's encouraging (laughs) that we get to 
become a prodigy ourselves or return to that state actually because we were we were that we're basically that as light beings is the message here well and many i'm sure have had this thought i always wondered you know what am i doing here i'm 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 living as an animal i was very aware of it you know we're supposed to be intelligent and we have the ability to do extraordinary things and artistic expression is one of them musical and otherwise, as well as intellect, sure, as well as having an intuitive reach, those of us who have such capabilities. And yet we spend an extraordinary amount of time feeding this body, excreting wastes, <laughs> you know, <laughs> clipping our toenails. I mean, I'm sorry to be so graphic, but, you know, I mean, what's all that about? Well, it's because we're in the land of limitations. Right. And that's part of the learning to be in a mixed environment, learn to cope with adversity and challenges of that sort, yes. where our reach is only as far as we can stretch this physical body. Yes, and that is indeed why we're here, because we don't have these restrictions in the light. So we're, this is a unique learning experience. You asked Creator, Creator, tell us about Eddie Van Halen. He was arguably with guitars what Mozart was with pianos. Yet, like Elton John, a talented keyboard artist, instrumentals came easy to him, but not so much the lyrics. Both unbelievably talented musicians would partner with others who were equally talented lyric writers. In some ways, this seems strange, as many less talented instrumentalists seem to manage well with both music and lyrics. Can Creator comment on this puzzling disparity? All right, and Creator says, here again, what you are seeing is a state of partial completion. The talents being expressed or what are allowed to be present at a high level through a combination of factors in terms of the intention of the mission life, as well as to balance the needed elements for the divine plan to take into account the karmic baggage of each participant, their liabilities, their limitations and constraints dictated by prior excursions into the physical and the many wounds that were experienced and left unhealed. This is why each person is diminished. Their karma is not in sufficient alignment to allow them to be superhuman. You are all wounded warriors from having had many forays into the physical, with high hopes and aspirations only to fail for the most part, and in the act of being dragged down, wounded, and incurring karmic liabilities of all kinds, from neglect of the self primarily, as well as being unfair to others in the attempt to survive, and from not receiving proper guidance, and duped into supporting evil activities like being part of a hierarchy, dominating underlings, contributing to war, and so on. As a consequence, very few are multi-talented. So the ability to be a virtuoso on a musical instrument is an extraordinary enough occurrence and achievement to give that person a platform to be an uplifting influence to others. For them to be rewarded in addition with high intelligence, good looks, the sensitivities of the poet and lyricist, and the deep musical insight and sensitivities to create music that is novel and advances human culture in a dramatic way perhaps along with great intelligence and business acumen to be a mover and shaker in the music world and create a dynasty for supporting other artists, this is extremely unlikely because it would require 
a quite pristine state karmically in order to have ability or in, in order to not have liabilities of many kinds still unresolved and needing to be worked on. It is almost always the case that a large part of the struggle all have, including those who dominate stage and screen, will bring quite a struggle personally to overcome their inner demons, so to speak, and wrestle with those karmic dynamics that represent obstacles to success and advancement. So each individual has their own things to reckon with as karma is inescapable and will always be seeking opportunities to right the wrongs of the past, and sometimes that will mean a sacrifice, as in the loss of talent along the way, despite the promise of being a shooting star as a youngster. Well, this is a fascinating answer. Um, You know, I think there's a lot being said here about the complexity and the depth by which there is uh, life planning that takes place before reincarnation. You know, when you consider the karmic factors, the woundings that occurred in the past, but also wanting to bring forth a, a prestigious talent in service of the divine. So there's a lot going on here. Yes, yes. And and we have all encountered such individuals. You know, the, the superstar that somehow flames out. Some of that is due to corruption, but some of it is karmic. And sometimes it's a combination of the two that the interlopers use a karmic weak spot and then exploit it and and use that to undermine the person by piling on and engineering circumstances to ramp that up and, and make them really um, vulnerable and ultimately they fail and they crash and burn. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, that's, that's a good example is the next question, actually. It's about Nikola Tesla and Tesla, you know, if, if you don't know much about this individual, it's it's worth checking out some biographies or movies on him because he's a fascinating character. You know, he uh, he is a germaphobe. <laughs> you know, he had some weird, you know, personality quirks, but he was an unbelievable, brilliant talent, you know. And uh, you asked creator about this person. How did an incredible genius like Nikola Tesla come about his immense talent for engineering? Did he develop most of that talent in free will experiment environments or in the rest of the universe free of evil and therefore affording immense opportunities of time and cooperative assistance to develop such abilities to such a profound level? All right. And creator answers. You are hitting on an important idea here that talent comes from above, not necessarily that it is on loan from God per se but that it is brought into the physical arena of human life from being developed within the divine realm and taking advantage of a soul characteristic and refining it to a high degree. Nikola Tesla was such a fine and innovative scientist because he was an avid student of the workings of the universe as a light being and spent eons of time exploring and integrating greater awareness and capability for manipulating the energetics of many natural phenomena in many differing dimensional realities. So he was, in his way, a prodigy in manipulating energy in the same way that Bach could express the principles of music through a keyboard in naturally understanding rhythm and harmonics and their interplay for the creation of an elaborate music composition consisting of multiple parts, at times integrated and in parallel, 
and other times diverging in intriguing ways to return once again to be expressed as parallel harmonies and intervals of notes. The prodigy draws on prior learning. It is not that they have a talent gene and they can learn to create music given an instrument by virtue of this talent and make such rapid progress, it is truly dazzling compared to the average person in starting from scratch, seemingly. The reality is they do not start from scratch. They, in effect, pick up where they left off in reconnecting seamlessly with prior achievements, utilizing talent within the soul makeup, exercised over a prolonged period of time for the same kind of expression as needed by a musician in the physical plane. So they are essentially getting back on the bicycle they learned to ride in other times and places, and that learning pays off to enable them to be able to get Just get on it and ride and make something happen that makes sense and ends up being a successful expression rather than something random and even offensive to the viewer. So Tesla was tapping into a large store of prior knowledge intuitively, and that intuitive reach enabled him to leapfrog over the many others simply starting from no awareness at all of scientific phenomena and principles, and having to learn by rote what others had set down and explained through hard-won experiments and observations. As is always the case, someone with a high level of intuition is in a position of great advantage over others who do not have that robust capability because they're too suppressed. But it is not cheating in taking something for others and use it for the self. It is actually their ability to more fully express their being that gives them an edge and makes them stand out. So they have already earned the right to do what they are capable of doing through a tremendous amount of hard work, diligence, and having a passion to pursue their craft and its inner workings and broader meaning as well. That is what goes into the makeup of a prodigy. It is someone who is a virtuoso, having a complete or near-complete mastery of their craft, such that their output becomes a new standard in many cases and contributes in novel ways never before brought into the world. In effect, this is an assumption and more of an illusion because they are borrowing and repurposing the fabric of the universe to translate it into a differing means of expression as musical notes, as colors displayed on a surface, through a particular medium, or some other artistic expression that draws on a rich heritage of exploring a vaster reality available to the light being. So what is novel and dazzling to the human eye and ear may actually be commonplace in other settings and dimensions, including the divine realm. But there is a continual flow and change and expression going on everywhere, but within the earth plane because of its low level constrained by the heavy density and the diminishment of divinity that is characteristic of your environment. There's so much going on in this answer here. Um, You know, I talked about some of Tesla's quirks uh, prior to asking this question. And the thing about Tesla is that it seems like we've learned also in in this episode that 
it's a it's a reduced connection to the higher self that is the reason all of us are not prodigies. So clearly Tesla had a profound connection to the higher dimensions, to the higher self, to the creator, to the divine. And had a vast long history of experience where he was truly a master of his craft. And yet I get the impression that he probably hadn't actually logged a lot of Earth time lives, you know, that most of that genius was developed outside in safer arenas than on the Earth plane. And you can see that in some of his personal quirks, some of his insecurities, you know. So he's an interesting case study for sure. Well, I would argue that his quirks are likely karmic. Yes, yes. So a germaphobe is likely had other lifetimes of succumbing to infectious illness and right. suffering greatly. So I don't think he was pristine. I don't think he was a novice when he came here. But his unique talent and his unique genius he was attempting to bring through to the world did come from above. You know, we still haven't cracked the nut as human beings how to tap into limitless energy from the the zero-point field. Right. That is what the extraterrestrials do routinely, and that's how they fly around in our skies, and they can go from one dimension to another. They can travel across time, backwards and forwards, and travel rings around us in most other ways. It's their superior knowledge. And in the light, we probably know all their tricks, even you know individually, because we have prodigious intellect ourselves, and they're not complicated ideas. They're simple ideas. The execution takes a little bit of cultivation of uh, detail, but we're all up to the task in our normal frame of reference and capability. Oh, sure. Absolutely. It's, it's having to come here with a hand tied behind our backs and then with all the interloper manipulation that, that makes expression of, of our own personal genius so difficult um but that's why we need healing carl <laughs> yes we need it desperately <laughs> <laughs> yes we and the light worker healing protocol is the means by which that healing can be brought about in the most direct fashion and uh we implore you again to check out the light worker healing protocol at get wisdom.com slash but also prayers carl the uh yes we have the the, the creators uh, supplied prayers for for living Yes, and, and, and it's a great way to live, and it's greatly underappreciated. And that's part of the subjugation as well, to disparage the idea of the divine and that it can actually do something. And you've been sold a bill of goods if you believe that. So yes. it, it's, uh, it's eye-opening to see Creator talk about prayer and what is possible and how to do it in a way that will work. Get it at getwisdom.com slash prayer. We'll be right back with more Get Wisdom right after this. Voice America is on your favorite smart speaker. If you have Alexa or Google Home, go ahead and give us a try. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast on TuneIn. Scientist and inventor Carl Mollison has discovered how a tiny percentage of people throughout history have made direct contact with God. At Get Wisdom, we have a searchable database of the Creator's wisdom and guidance from asking hundreds of probing questions. Get a free download from the Creator, answering the biggest questions people have wondered about. Who are we? Where do we come from? Why are we here? And where are we going? Get a free download explaining how to make prayer work in powerful new ways. 
We offer divine healing sessions with our comprehensive Lightworker Healing Protocol and train practitioners on how to save and heal humanity. We pierce the veil in channeled interviews with famous departed people now in the light to probe the greatest mysteries. Our weekly webinars feature the creator's wisdom about solving the burning issues challenging us personally and globally. And we welcome viewer questions. There is no death. There are no secrets. Get enlightened. Visit GetWisdom.com. Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. You're listening to Get Wisdom with Carl Mollison and Brian Kelly. They are here to answer your questions and comments about the program. Send us an email to contact at getwisdom.com. That's contact at getwisdom.com. Now, back to this week's program. Welcome back to the final segment of this week's Get Wisdom. We are exploring creator's revelations about the mystery of prodigies. And uh, it's quite a fascinating one, Carl. Well, it's eye-opening as always. The, the fact that you can ask some simple, straightforward questions of creator and really get an earful. Get <laughs> That's a putting it mildly. <laughs> well, get a, you know, maybe wordy. Sorry about that. But this is the creative intelligence of the almighty. It can't help it. Yeah. It's not going to dumb itself too far down solely because we might have to struggle a bit to pay attention. But in any event, the, the we're adding new perspectives here that largely haven't been considered. Absolutely. Yeah. So it, it, this is extraordinary what we're doing and kind of taking a look at a lot of different aspects of life. Yeah. We're filling a huge void here. That There's no doubt about it. And uh, better feast than famine when it comes to this kind of stuff, I'll tell you. You ask creator, will all souls, if they live long enough, develop some form of genius level talent in at least some specialty? All right. And creator says the following. The reality is you have already done this, each and every one of you. You are immortal. You have been alive long, long before you started in on your current life as a physical human in the time and place of your birth. So you are old hands, even at living in the physical as a human being. But it is simply a characteristic of the human dilemma that you are born into a life in a diminished physical container that is dimmed down and dumbed down, so you are largely disconnected from all your prior doings and knowledge as well, and have to start all over again to figure out who you are, what you are a part of, and what you might mean, and what it all means. This is why human achievements are so meager. In many ways, you are more like an animal than a divine human being, but that is because of what has been done to you to suppress your capabilities and keep you constrained in many, many ways. When you return to the light, you return to your genius level and have many talents already finely honed and capable of doing amazing things. The light beings have an existence of endless creativity and delights, and each individual can pursue what fascinates them the most at the moment. Because no two human beings are alike, this always leaves room for individual achievement and excellence. So in that sense, all are prodigies and being the expert in knowing their soul's potential and exploiting it to best advantage. 
This will bring endless joy in your future as an expanded divine human when you have a wider arena to enjoy with the wider freedom accorded by the free agency and free will granted by us and earned by you through accomplishing your broad mission to solve the problem of evil that continues to hold you back, even as a light being. You are mandated to return to this obligation again and again because it is the reason for your creation. This is not a punishment, but the greatest of rewards, as you will have something not available to others of great value. Well, that last couple of sentences is certainly an eye-opener, that uh, the the evil holds us back even as light beings, you know, that that we're not allowed to express our full potential, um, even as light beings, uh, because we don't have the freedom that Creator actually wants to give us once the problem of evil is solved. Well, and the other thing I would say about this is the many times I've talked with folks And they may be in their middle years. They might be a little bit beyond that in some cases when this sort of comes to them. I wanted to live a life of some kind of special purpose, but I don't know how to do that. I haven't found it yet. I've been doing different things and, you know, making a living and getting along and getting by. But something's missing. I just feel like there's something important that needs doing. I don't know what. Yeah. Well, this is it. This is it. <laughs> You're here to solve the problem of evil. Get on board the Get Wisdom train. Uh, that's that's the mission of humanity. Yes. And it's not too late to buy a ticket, at least not yet anyway, Carl. <laughs> you ask, Creator, the ETs and especially the Anunnaki live with the genius-level technology all the time. Can Creator comment on the mystery of how such genius-level beings cannot figure out on their own the reality of the divine. Creator tells us, this is as good an example as any about the evil of corrupted thinking and prejudice in showing how it can take over the mind and affect all of the thinking to be distorted and limited in its effectiveness and end up undermining the individual and their progress. The corruption by the dark spirit meddlers of the Anunnaki is what started them on a path of diminishment. They were already flirting with disaster and becoming too self-reliant by virtue of their technological achievements, thinking that was the goal of life and the highest of attainments, having conquered aging largely to such a degree that they can live as long as a million years. The practical consequence of that was being away from the light for tremendous lengths of time and being in a mode of existence supported by their technology as they were requiring little work from them through advanced automation and technological prowess to provide for their creature comforts, including an ability for interstellar travel. Being seemingly self-sufficient and with a waning interest in the divine realm, they gradually came to believe more and more in their own power, their own self-importance, and the further pursuit and refinement of material possessions and to gain increasing satisfaction from substitutes for love rather than love itself. This set them up for a dramatic diminishment with the scourge of spirit possession, 
which worked to disconnect them from their higher selves. And this left them increasingly on their own and at the mercy of their own materialist culture to have less and less interest in anything beyond themselves. And they became a society devoid of love with only personal power and control as a means of self-gratification and survival. This was a slippery slope of settling for less by not appreciating or knowing the difference. This is the path humanity is on currently with the growing secular movement where it seems unimportant to embrace, embrace one's own religious heritage almost universally present in everyone's ancestry, but increasingly neglected or abandoned. People fail to realize they are giving up their lifeline when they turn away from God. To give up God is ultimately to give up love, because love will wane in exact proportion to the degree and duration of your disconnection from an awareness of the divine. This is inherent as a consequence of making that choice to deny one's origin. So, in a sense, you cut your own throat because the only thing to fill that vacuum will be the forces of evil. The divine will not force itself on you, but will allow you to make your choices and live with the consequences no matter what. The power rests with you to choose your fate and it will be different than if you call on Creator to help you. You know, we're always getting new answers, and I'm constantly amazed at, at how much more insight some of these answers bring because they've built on one after another after another. This is one answer, I think, Carl, because I know, you know Carl is working on a number of book projects right now, and one on the ET problem in particular. And I think you need to highlight this particular passage for inclusion in that book. <laughs> Well, you know, I'll take a look. You know, I, there are many such teachings, and they're all different. They they give a similar story, but there's uniqueness and and brilliance, yeah, and absolutely. and deep deep wisdom, and and a and a signpost saying go this way, the divine way. Yeah, I thought this was particularly good because it really spelled out the um, the. The problem of technology itself and how it corrupts, you know, leaving yes. the interlopers out of it for at least a couple of paragraphs and just do- talking on how the draw of technology um, is, is itself a problem. And, and Creator hadn't done that to this extent, I think, in the past as much. And this is really good. You asked Creator, can Creator share how prayer work and the Lightworker Healing Protocol can help to unlock the potential prodigy within us all? All right, and Creator says, it used to be conventional wisdom that all goodness flows from the divine, and people would turn to prayer routinely on a daily basis for their betterment as well as in giving thanks. People built their lives around praying for what they wanted to see happen, and it worked very well. Many who lived successful and happy lives enjoyed that happiness and success through divine grace to help them deal with obstacles and difficulties including their own karmic baggage to overcome their liabilities and be protected from outside interference and manipulations, enabling their success to come about, whereas others would meet with increasing difficulty and fall by the wayside. Prayer can work and work tremendously to one's advantage if sufficient belief is present, allowing the prayer to be acted on, as well as belief in the self to be worthy of divine support. 
The Lightworker Healing Protocol is a more elegant utilization of divine high-level informed prayer requests for rescue from all manner of difficulties, sources of negativity, and evil that can befall a human being, and invokes the assistance of the divine very specifically to employ the greatest and most powerful of healing tools to correct what is out of alignment, to remove what is intruding and corrupting, and to restore inner balance and a healthy well-being on all levels. This everyone needs. Many works of greatness and achievements have come about all through history as a result of prayers that were launched. That can be true again for the believer who returns to practicing these principles, especially using the ways we have taught you to do it better and more effectively through leveraging and applying specificity to prayer requests and healing requests. This is correcting the many centuries of disempowerment that is part of the corruption you've been subjected to. To even use religion to disempower you, to make you feel lesser, to require humility, subservience, and especially to instill fear, fear of God to keep you bowing and kneeling and worshiping God and asking for forgiveness when all of that is beside the point. We do not need to be worshiped. We have already forgiven you for anything you might have done that is non-divine. We can help to restore you, but under our rules of engagement, you must ask for that help to demonstrate you are using your independence wisely and learning what you need to know to be effective acting on your own, in charge of your own life. We can give you many blessings if you but ask, and ask in earnest and from the heart. And that's what really this entire project is all about, is bringing people back to prayer, because prayer is the means by which we establish our future and unlock our own prodigious potential, you know, if not only in this life, but in future lives as well. Well, it is the only thing that is going to work to help us. We can't use our own mode of doing things. It's too corrupt, and it will never be allowed by the true overseers who are really running the world from behind the scenes. It's that serious. I wish it weren't. I don't like having to say these things. But we need to wake people up, shake them a bit out of their complacency, get back to first principles. It doesn't take a lot of money. It doesn't take a lot of time to reach out to the divine. That people is can do future. it at all ages, no matter what your health, no matter what your status financially, you can reach out to the divine. That, that avenue is open to everybody. And we're, we're open to your participation in getwisdom.com. Check us out, getwisdom.com. Check out all the services that we have. Um, there's so much content to explore. You, you could spend days doing it. And it's worth, and it's a time well spent. That's all we have for this week, Carl. Thanks a lot. All right. Be well. Thank you for listening today. Please tune in next Friday for another edition of Get Wisdom with Carl Mollison and Brian Kelly. They'll be here at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We wish you a beautiful week. 